And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, aka uh, Timberland. It's been a long time. This is gotcha <laughs> with an adult beat to step two. Uh, uh, alongside my other co-host the one the only G.A. West and yes it has been a long time we shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast step two step two step Step two step two step two I agree I agree but we came back at the most crucial time of the year yes we are uh, on the post Wrestlemania run the granddaddy of them all granddaddy of them all yes um and uh for those of y'all that have been uh missing us these past few weeks we apologize uh we had some technical difficulties with our last episode and uh so we had to throw that pow kobe style um but uh we are back we are not going to have any technical difficulties today and we are going to discuss wrestlemania Fighting to survive. Pump it up, pump it up. And this is WrestleMania 40 or 39? 39. 39, all right. So, yeah. Next year will be 40 in Philly. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Where in Philly? Uh, Where the Eagles play. Okay. All right. You thinking about um, hitting up uh, the city of brotherly love? Maybe. I'm like, this would be a, a, a pretty short drive, all things considered. Yeah, on the uh, East Coast. Yeah, um, um, and it's you know it's gonna have that Philly crowd, so that's gonna be you know even more interesting. Now, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Yeah, now with the whole regime change, well, not change, but back to the original uh, regime, I guess. Um, <laughs> the new uh, owners. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting how the Philly crowd takes uh, a hold of Mania. Uh, oh. Yes. This might have been the, our last year of uh, premium live events. Possibly. Um, that's definitely possible. Model. Yeah, Endeavor might be. Well, actually, no, this will not be our last year of premium live events. Oh, okay. Uh, for so Mania next, Mania next year will be another premium uh, event then? Yes, it will. Uh, because I, I actually just read about this a couple days ago. Um, the, the deal with uh, Peacock goes for like another two years. Oh, okay. Okay. And so they can't they can't do anything to, to change. Well, I, I assume they can't. I don't know if can't is the right well, word. I mean, or you, should can, you, can, you can do a breach of contract. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, I don't know if can't is the right word there. Yeah, they could probably breach the contract somehow with enough money. Yeah, but, it'd be uh, obviously a mistake. Yeah. So basically, I, I think for the next two years, we'll still be on Peacock. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I think also... Uh, the WWE contract with uh, 2K Games ends in uh, 2028, so they still have contract with them before there's any uh, change, you know, okay. from that as well. Yep. And then, because uh, I know for the UFC games, uh, uh, EA Electronic Arts, you know, has has their, you know, does their contract, does their games licensing. EA Sports, it's in the game. Yeah. So. Um, I guess before we yeah, go, get into Mania, even though this happened after Mania, uh, Vince finally sold uh, the WWE to, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Endeavor. Yes, uh, who also owns UFC. Yep. Uh, which is interesting because uh, if 
been listening to Shane from the get go. He uh, could have had the UFC as well. Well, uh, at one point. Yes, but that it, it's kind of funny, especially with where we're at now. Yep. You know, you talk about. Uh, I guess it would be kind of a butterfly effect. Okay. If Vince had listened to Shane and bought UFC back then, yep. UFC probably would have never been sold to Endeavor many years right. ago. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, it could all be underneath Vince's umbrella. It, it, possibly, but I, I think uh, I think Endeavor was bigger than Vince ever was. Okay. So, okay. Well, besides UFC, what else do they have? That's a fantastic question. <laughs> <clears throat> let's uh let's see what the Google what does Endeavor own and I know obviously Dana White is still the figurehead and I don't know if he has a, a small percentage stake in the company but are the, the Frita brothers still involved with um, UFC they are not okay alright so they, they sold all their yeah. okay alright yep they cause they they basically were the owners Right, 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 right. Beforehand, and then yeah, with the sale that that took them out, but the uh, endeavor kept Dana White. Right, right, right. Similar like you're doing for Vince, because uh, yes. he uh, um, is still um, not still, but now is the head uh, Booker. I guess I don't know. What you put, call his position now? Uh, whose position? Vince's. Vince's position. Um, I think it's president. President, okay. I think that's what what his title will be going forward. But it's interesting though that now Vince has a boss. Yeah, yeah. For the, but he has well, to his his performance. He has to you know ratings can't tank. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know um, viewership got to be strong. Can't lose mark. You know advertisers. Even though it seems like now with the last WrestleMania uh, and Elimination Chamber before they they're getting very heavy on the ads. You know you had uh, yes. a crunch for Mania. You had a uh, Mountain Dew for Elimination Chamber. No, Mountain Dew was uh, Rumble because that was the uh, infamous Pitch Black match. Oh yes, it's just with LA Knight. Yes, yeah, uh, right. yeah, but, yeah. But advertisement is very strong right now. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania Turbo Tax. Uh, yep, you got Logan Paul's Prime Drink. Yep, which I have yet uh, to find in stores. Have you I seen it in stores? I have not seen it in stores. Um, I, it's actually funny because uh, I specifically looked for it yesterday. Yeah. Um, I was tired and I was like, oh man, you know what? I'm going to stop off at the Speedway yep. and uh, get me an energy drink. And I was like, oh, I bet they've got Prime because they've got like everything here. Yep. No, no Prime. So they'll probably have to order it like on Amazon or maybe at the actual website. Probably. It's like 60 bucks a bottle like, yeah, on I eBay. <laughs> yeah, I probably got to buy in bulk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Prime, uh, they are the uh, number one sponsor of UFC. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, does the well, I know his brother does the boxing, but does Logan have any attachment to UFC? Nope, not at all. Okay, okay. But, I'm curious uh, to know what, what his percentage of that company is with Prime. Yeah, right. He's a major, you know, st- uh, stockholder, or if he's just the the face. I, I feel like he must be a major stockholder. Okay. Uh, especially the way that uh, he he promotes it. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, so, a lot of like you see with Fifty Cent, like if you just went on his Instagram, you see, you know, uh, at one point it was SMS audio, and then another point was like he had like energy drink himself. Uh, yeah. Then it's like King. King. Yeah. Then he has like the, I think a cognac as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's he, named after his son, in fact, um, Sire. Yep. And then I know Diddy had the whole Ciroc thing, but I don't think were they major. Like 
stockholders in these companies or just yeah. like okay all right like Ciroc is Diddy like that is Diddy's company like he's not just a major stockholder that's I thought, I thought Ciroc's like an Italian um liqueur uh it's a vodka vodka oh okay okay all right and uh yeah they've got all sorts of flavors um, okay and uh it's real popular in New York of course oh um, yeah yeah because I know that Jay-Z has what Duce as well yeah uh, rappers in their drinks but okay alright but yeah we were still gonna still, still, still interesting but uh, back to business um, so yeah um, and getting back to the original topic Endeavor and yep. what they own because it's kind of interesting actually yep. um, so they own WME which is William Morris Endeavor Okay. Uh, and that's a uh, talent agency a- and here's what's interesting about this to me so I know firsthand, represented by WME, The Rock. Really? Becky Lynch and oh, wow. Bray Wyatt. Okay, I know Becky's been in the movie. What's Bray been in? Uh, he did some sort of horror movie while he was gone from WWE. I don't uh, think it's come out or even been talked about yet. Yeah, okay, all right. And he was uh, absent too, Dermania. Yes, uh, oddly. I don't know if he's um, going through something. Personal issues, but it's sort of odd. Yeah, the rumor mill was saying it was some personal issues. Uh, the rumor mill, though, was also saying that it was uh, creative. Okay. Some some creative issues. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, things are going to be a little different now that Vince is back in the, the director's chair? Oh, definitely. I mean, from, you know, the, the rumor and innuendo is that Monday on Raw, uh, so as Triple H had been running things for the past year, they usually yep. knew what was happening on Raw like a couple days before. Yep. And uh, apparently this Monday, like up until like 20 minutes before the show, things were still getting changed. Okay. So so definitely Vince is going to have his his impact. You know? I'd be curious to know what his changes, how drastic are. Are they just like match changes? Are they, you know, ending changes? Are they promo changes? Are they style of, you know, technical, brown? Like, I wonder what these changes typically entail you know what i mean yeah that's a good question because you hear all this talk about like oh man vince ripped up the script and like you know they changes up until the show started and it's like right yeah is it something like oh like instead of like like was it supposed to be like cody rhodes against roman and then they changed it to a tag match right or is it something like oh like we're gonna have seth rollins come out at segment two but now we're moving it to segment three exactly yeah how drastic are the changes like you know when you get these broad general statements, you know, like statements, like people can take it for like the worst, you know, you know, have a pessimistic idea of what the change might be. Yes, yes, and uh, but I will say from my own experience as a wrestler, um, you know, it's better to have things cemented ahead of time in any way, shape, or form. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that's for anything. Yeah, that's for anything. Yeah, yeah, that's for anything. Um, it's funny, actually. Last night I had a show uh, in good old Taunton, Massachusetts, um, and when I got to the venue, uh, I was told my match was one thing. Uh, in fact, actually, so peep this: I, I get to the venue, and I'm told, "Oh, you're wrestling Carlos in match three. Right? Okay, cool. Never wrestled Carlos before. I'm excited for that. Uh, and you know, match three, cool. You know, at this at this point, I get to the venue. It's like five fifteen. Um, so I'm pretty hype. I'm like, cool. I got like two hours to, to talk over the match. Like, you know, we're right. going to get this thing solid. Right. Uh, at 6.45, uh, 
I get told, actually, it's going to be a triple threat match. You, Nick, and Rambo, <laughs> a triple threat match, and you're a match one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a little wild. Yeah, yep. Um, you know, but you roll, with the, you roll with the flow, roll with the punches, whatever. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you make it work, but but yeah, like that, like if Vince is making those kind of changes, that I I would understand that driving everybody nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what's Triple H's position, new position now? So supposedly Triple H is still head of creative. Oh, okay, but not. <laughs> okay. And uh, the, the way. Yes, yeah, just events then. Yeah, the way the way I read it. Um, was that Vince is like how was it worded like Vince is like the top of creative and like so everything has like so Triple H is still like head of creative but Vince is top of creative and so like everything has to like funnel through Vince either way yeah he has the power of veto yeah yep yeah which I can see being a headache that you uh, you know you game plan all this put the ins and outs and all of a sudden you get the this doesn't work for me brother (laughs) you know hard work I can see the the issue for sure for sure but I mean uh, knew what he was getting into not like he uh, you know even though Vince was away from the whole situation before he sold the company he was still made majority owner stock owner of the company yeah and I have to think well well, here so here's some funny stuff that uh, I, I read and I was like oh that's so interesting like Number one, like Vince bullied his way back into his position, but it's his company. It was it was his company at the time, so it, it, was, it like, was his company. But he bullied because it was his company. He bullied his way back into the position. Like, did he really bully it? Oh yeah, he bullied it. How he, so? He, he said that uh, if he, he if he wasn't back into whatever the official title was, yeah, uh, I want to say was it CEO? Okay, I think that was the top because Vince. Don't forget, Vince like stepped down. Like, even though Vince still owned the company, he stepped down from his title. Right. Last year. And um, the way he got back in, he was like, if you don't put me back in, like, I'm just, because I own the company, like, I- I'm just going to take everything and I'm not going to, like, help with sales and, like, do all the stuff. Oh, okay. So, ultimately, he bullied his way in, like, because he owns the company. Okay. Okay. And uh, so, you know, it, because it, it gets complicated because of shareholders and all that. Yep. Which is why I think Vince wanted to sell because he, he realized even though he owned the company, like he kind of had a boss in the shareholders. Right, but he just supplies, he just has a new boss now, though. Yeah, he's got a new boss now, but with that new boss, I, I think it's a much smoother relationship. Okay. Uh, you look at, <laughs> look, at, look at Dana White in UFC, like Dana White's untouchable. Dana White slapped his wife on camera and nothing happened. <laughs> So Vince is basically I have carte blanche then. Yeah, I think that's how Vince looks at it. Now he's got his new mustache. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, new look. Yeah, so do- evil, evil villain Vince. <laughs> do we see us? Do we see the product then getting back to uh, attitude era s since he doesn't have to worry about sponsorship and all that type of stuff? Or are we, are we no, still? Because Vince didn't like the attitude era from from everything I've heard. Really? That man that made him. The- the most money he was able to defeat Ted Turner during that whole time, I'm surprised. Yeah, but from what I heard, he didn't like it. Like, Vince always wanted a child's product. So he liked the Hogan era, basically? Yeah. 
Okay. And if you think about it, after the Attitude Era, it kind of went back to that. Yeah, with uh, Cena? Yeah. Yeah, but then when Hogan left, uh, they did the, before the Attitude Era, they still had Monday Night Raw. And that was, you know, different than well, the Hogan when Raw Era. When first started, like, it, it, it was more campy. True. It, it didn't really start getting, like, you know, hardcore till the Attitude Era. True. So, yeah, so everything I've read, they said that, yeah, Vince likes the, like, 80s style. Like, that's his deal. Okay, okay. So, are we going to get uh, big dudes again, or are we going to still keep the, the current physique? It'll be interesting to see, actually. Um, okay. You know, because we'll see how does the wellness policy impact all of this. Okay. Will WWE start working with USADA? That would be crazy. I don't think they will. But How come? I just don't think it would make sense financially. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, like with UFC, I mean, we're talking, you know, people's lives at hand. Right. Uh, you know, if you got someone jacked up, hell, look, look at uh, the Mark Hunt lawsuit. Uh, what, Mark, uh, what was the lawsuit? So uh, Mark Hunt um, is the guy that fought Brock Lesnar at UFC 200. Yep. When uh, Lesnar was brought in on short notice and didn't have to uh, test. And uh, so they tested him after the match. Okay. And uh, that's when he failed the uh, drug test for steroids. And uh, Mark Hunt sued UFC and won, saying yep. that UFC put his life on the line, like putting him in the ring with somebody that was on steroids. Yep. And uh, so that so it's a very different beast. Like in WWE, I, I might argue your life is safer if you're in there with someone on steroids. Okay. Um, because they're strong enough to hold you up and like you know right yeah and, and the shots the their work shots they're not right right shots right was so, Brock yeah. did he did look did Brock look like he was on uh, uh, supplements that during that match against Mark Hunt um I mean Brock looked like Brock so I guess okay. <laughs> so I wonder why he put in that claim that he smells some suspicion um no, so they they tested him after because that like you know all UFC fighters have to get tested oh really but, yeah yeah that that oh, so UFC okay. is with USADA which is uh United States anti-doping agency when they do uh, it before the matches instead of after yeah 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 they usually do it before right but, uh Brock was with WWE at the time oh and, and got a special yeah. exception uh because oh. he was brought in on short notice Okay, and, and they're like, "Oh well, like you know, he's he's under the WWE wellness policy, so you know he's probably clean, and we'll test him after the fight." And then, uh, uh, and it created all sorts of controversy because one, he failed, you know, and so now UFC got sued by Mark Hunt. Yeah. But then also, it questioned, well, how did Brock fail when he was on the WWE wellness policy? And yep. uh, WWE came out and said, "Oh, he's a part timer, so he's we don't have to test him. We, we don't uh, test part time wrestlers." Okay, okay, okay. Did uh, Brock ever admit to? Nah, Brock collected his money and <laughs> kept his oh, Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's uh, that's interesting. Right. But, uh, yeah. The, it, will we see a a crossover of UFC characters and uh, WWE characters go back and forth with one another? Um, I don't think it'll be any different than what it has been. Okay. Uh, I actually listened to a uh, video from uh, Uncle Chael Sonnen, yeah, um, and he he actually went very in depth into this because uh, he said he was tired of people asking him about it, 
And he was like, if you go to any UFC fight in Texas for the past 10 years, he's like, Undertaker has been there front row. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and he brought up like some other places. He's like, if you go to such and such a place, so and so will be there. And yeah, um, and he said he's like, and same thing. He's like Daniel Cormier. He's like he refereed a WWE match last year. He's like before any of this went down. And uh, Chael said he he goes to WrestleMania. He gets really bad tickets from wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. and it's funny because Dana White told a story uh, like a year or two ago about Vince McMahon uh, sending him tickets to WrestleMania and, and he was at the top of the building and he was like, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it's going. <laughs> it's uh, an interesting time that the World Wrestling Feder- uh, Entertainment Federation is no longer owned by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. No longer owned by McMahon, period. Because yeah. before Vincent, well, actually, I guess it was always Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, it was senior previously. Right, right, right. right. I mean, unless uh, Stephanie and Shane uh, become instant billionaires and decide they want to buy back the company, yeah, I don't think he's going to be getting back the McMahon hands anytime soon. Oh, no, no, I mean, no, there's no possible way at this point. Uh, you figure it's sold for $9 billion, Yeah. So for someone else to buy it, for Shane and Stephanie to buy it back, they would have to have at least $10 billion. That's what I'm saying. You know, they hit the lotto. Like I said, they, they won't be returning anytime soon. Yeah, so that's crazy. And uh, oh, and that's what. I, so, so the other companies that Endeavor owns, because uh, this is this is interesting to me. Um, so they own WME Talent Agency. Uh, they also own IMG. Okay. And, uh, IMG uh, does sports, events, media, and New York Fashion Week. Okay. Um, they own UFC and they own the Professional Bull Riders Association. Okay. And those are the companies that Endeavor owns. But I'm like, that's very interesting. Like, okay. What a unique portfolio. Yeah. With the uh, Peacock contract ending uh, in a couple of years, what will happen to the library? What would Endeavor do with it? Uh, what, what would, where would the, you know, the, the whole library end up? Like, well, we know it can go somewhere and we, you know it might diminish or be like you know I don't know what happens with that uh, as well no, as they won't diminish it's too valuable okay um, I bet it would be something they'll either keep it on Peacock if Peacock's the highest payer okay or the, it'll be they'll move it to another network but I don't think they would yeah it's not gonna get rid of it cause uh, UFC so they're on ESPN um, and if you've got the ESPN Plus app, which is nine ninety nine a month, yeah, you can see all the old UFC fights. Not start all of them. I was gonna say like, UFC one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But you said no. Uh, you know, some some are uh, omitted. Yeah, some stuff's missing from there because I've I've got we we've got the ESPN Plus app here and uh, I've gone through it and like yeah I, I tried to find like a particular like John Jones fight and I couldn't find it. And I don't know if it's maybe it's just the way the uh, the app works, you know. Um, but but yeah, I was like, I think some things are missing on there. Okay, okay. I don't know but, if it's doing but, the entrance uh, theme songs for the UFC fighters for copyright purposes, maybe. Um, that's a good question. Maybe I don't know. Okay. Um, although I'm thinking about it because I. Well, I don't know what John Jones' opponent was, but because I was like, oh, the match I was looking for, I'm like, well, John Jones always comes out to the same song. 
Oh, God okay. gave me style. God gave me grace. God gave me style. God gave me grace. And, the 50 uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But, uh, all right, cool. Uh, so I guess we can, I guess, move on to Mania itself. WrestleMania two-night so, event. Yep. I was going to say, you think that will continue going forward? I think so, uh, because it's so profitable for them. Well, if it does become a pay-per-view again after this next one, uh, you know, may potentially be the last, uh, well, with Peacock, I mean, you're saying two years, you know, last premium live event. Do you think yep. it'll continue with two nights if it's just a regular PPV? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, again, just because it's so profitable for them. Okay. They, okay. uh, like, like, you know, they're boasting that they had, you know, 160,000 people for WrestleMania this year. They're like, oh, it's the highest WrestleMania ever. And it's like, well, yes, because it's two nights. Like, you know, <laughs> but, but hey, like, good for them. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of funny, like, you know, because it's wrestling and everything's a work. Yeah. Um, you know, previously, uh, well, well, I guess we'll go back to WrestleMania three. You know, ninety thousand people. And yep. it's like, yeah, if they had done that on two nights, they could have had one hundred and eighty thousand people. Exactly. That's true. That's true. So that's why I think they're they're going to keep it two nights as long as people keep going to it, which people are. And uh, so yeah, if you fill it up two nights in a row, even if so, uh, actually, you know, I was talking to some uh, wrestlers last night that were at WrestleMania in LA. Yep. And they were telling me on night two, um, there weren't as many people there. And uh, so they, they, they left their seats and went down and got some better seats. Yeah, I was noticing during some of the uh, aerial shots, it looked like there were some empty seats there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder if, you know, I don't know if they don't sell. Uh, I don't know if the tickets get sold and people just didn't come. Like, I don't know how that works. Okay. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, the people I talked to, they said, yeah, night two, they were like clearly like empty seats. And so they went and got better seats. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, well, uh, starting with day one, night one. Uh, Down since day yep. one-ish. <laughs> Vince's, uh, Vince's homie, uh, best friend apparently now, Austin Theory, going against John Cena. Uh, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Uh, will we consider this a pass of the torch match? I think so, for sure. All right. Even though the first match was a, the, the event. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've seen Cena being the opening on the media when he was a you know ever on this show. So hilarious to see. It is, it is. But it, I think it made sense. You would put them as the first match though? Yeah. Yep. The way the night played out. Some of you trying to pass the torch and the other one been like a you know marquee legend in the sport. Yeah. Um okay. and and here's my thought process behind it. Uh, yeah. my thought behind it I'm like oh you know what like where else like that that's not going to be in the main event no but put in the middle of the, of the show like is this BB weird like would you see Hogan being like an open match of a mania well no I mean <laughs> that's what I'm saying like it's sort of crazy when you put like these but, things but I guess but here's the thing like put it in perspective I'm just saying like Hogan if he came back type of you know because this is obviously not prime scene but I'm just saying like you know what I'm saying? But that's what I—that's what I was about to say. I was like, "Well, maybe Hogan now." Well, I mean, no, Hogan now came in 
do a match, let alone <laughs> like he has, you know have a tough time walking, let alone do a match. Okay, that's fair. Like, would you put The Rock come back in the opening match like this on Mania? Um, probably not. Yeah, but, see, <laughs> but The Rock's a big star. I mean, Cena is too. Not like The Rock. You, we discussed uh, on an unreleased uh, episode that he's the <laughs> most um, make-a-wish guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he's the most make-a-wish guy because that's what he chooses to do. Right. Like, they don't say he's the most requested. They just say he, he fulfills the most wishes. Well, does that, make, does that make sense? If you have the most, that means you are the most requested? Not necessarily. So you think he's, him, he, you think he's doing it himself, just going out and just being like, ah, this week I'll do a make-a-wish type of thing? Yeah. Oh wow! Like All right. He went and saw some kid in the Ukraine. Yeah, because I think the kid requested him. Yeah, I think the kid did request him. But I, yeah. I, I but and this is gonna sound whatever. But I'm like, oh, like how many kids are like requesting the Rock? Probably. And it's like, oh, the Rock can't do it. He's busy. And they're like, oh, well, I'll take Cena. I don't know. Could be a generational thing. It could be. You know, because they just probably see the Rock now just as a movie star. And if you're a wrestling fan, you might not just. And you know, a kid, you might not put you know, uh, add one and one together. But but here's the thing: if you're a kid, you probably liked Moana. Uh really? Because the funny thing is, I never really heard anybody talk about it as far as like kid stuff. It's always about like, you know, other Disney things. What? Like uh, Ninja Turtles or Spider Man or even that Frozen. Like I never hear them talk about like. Mo, Mo, whatever you said, Moana. Moana. Yeah. Did it make I a lot of money at the box office? Uh, I don't know. I think it did big numbers. Okay. They're uh, they're make they're remaking it, uh, a live action version. Well, I think that's in, uh, they're trying to double dip on making more money again. <laughs> yeah, when the, did the movie come out less than ten years ago? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a sort of crazy re- remake. At least with like came out less than five years ago, I think. Because, yeah, uh, like, like the Lion King and Little Mermaid uh, live actions; those were like twenty years ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is like sort of hilarious, but you know, Rock gotta make his money. Absolutely, especially after uh, Black Adam. Yeah, he sort of uh, yeah that didn't win him up with uh, potential movie fans. No, no. Which is unfortunate, you know. It's a great popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I my thought on uh, Black Adam, I, I feel like, oh, it, they they, they should have brought him part of Shazam first. Yep. And like, so then you got the teaser, and then you can like really shell out like the story of Black Adam after. Yeah, because it makes no sense to have an origin story but leave out your main antagonist. Right. Like, it <laughs> makes no sense. Right, you know, so I'm like, yeah, they could have done that. And then I think also you needed, you, you probably need it. And here's where you got to think wrestling-wise, kind of, with, with the movie. Um, you probably needed a couple Black Adam movies establishing him yep. as, like, this tough dude before yep. you bring Superman out, like, to make exactly. people want to see him in Superman. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, what came for us? The chicken and the egg, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, hopefully they, you know, work out better. But uh, back to Cena theory. Very quick match. You yes. know, uh, as a as an opener, you can't really, you know. The only long opening match I've seen in the Mania, I want to say, is probably Brett versus Owen. Yeah, that sounds right. You know, all the other ones have been very quick. 
Uh, I like that one was. And uh, I guess oh. we estimate. Oh, you don't uh, know? I was going to say, in regards to uh, Cena being in the opener, Jim Cornette brought up a good point. Yep. It was like, Cena's not going to give you the same match he used to. So you're better off having him in the opener because people haven't seen anything yet. So they'll be okay. they'll be excited and happy like just to see Cena because they haven't seen like you know 450 splashes or anything crazy. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I thought you meant from like a Cena mask. I would say this looked like a regular Cena match to me. No, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> regular Cena match for sure. But, but yeah, yeah. five moves of doom. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, you put that in the opener and people are just happy to see some wrestling and see see John Cena. Exactly. Exactly. Because I was gonna say when Austin Theory came out, his. I don't know if people were still following in the arena, but it was very quiet. Until it was like, the music hit, then, you know, everybody woke up. But it was like, he got no reaction. Yeah, I feel like he, he's not there yet. That's the that's the thing. But the crazy and, uh, thing is, he can be. Like, he got the look. He, he, can, he can wrestle. Like, there, there's something that they're not unleashing, like, for the public to get behind them 100%. The whole I, think I think it's one of two things. Okay. I think it's either what Cena said in his promo that that the fans just don't believe in theory, and uh, or I think it's uh, like I just said about Black Adam. Maybe you need more time to establish him, right? To see what his flesh on his character to be like that 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 cocky because we already like we we saw have like that cocky heel going on with a couple guys in the promotion. You know, you got like L.A. Knight. He's another one that's like yeah. Sort of, like, they're like, you know, all about me, all about self. Uh, went to, you know, takes whatever to win. You can even say, you can even throw the Miz in there. Like, um, I'm trying to think of uh, somewhat, I guess, Ziggler-ish. Ziggler uh, still with WWE? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know question. he is. But yeah, but I was it, it seems like that prototype of guy, like wrestler, is like prevalent in in in. The, you know, the roster. No, I'd agree. And uh, actually, here, here's the shame for Theory. Yep. Like, there's not enough talent around, like, to, to, to pass the torch. And, what do you and mean? What I, what I mean is, because I I, I, I I was watching Mania, and when I was watching Theory, and everyone's like, oh, he's like a young John Cena. I look at him, and I'm like, no, he's a young Randy Orton. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I, you know, that's why people Orton had, like, yeah, this is people to work with. Yep. But the thing, see, and the thing that didn't latch on to Randy was, uh, I mean, they had the Legend Killer thing, which was okay, but they always do that, you know, new guy taking out the old wrestlers type of gimmick. But the the whole, um, I you know, I hear voices, that gimmick really went, you know, put you know, put them over, I think, as far as, like, being legit, legit. See, I'm going to disagree with you. Being a veteran, you think it was the legend killer, or yeah, the, I think well, specifically, I, I think it was while he was doing the legend killer thing and he yeah. had that match with Nick Foley. What or, match did he uh, Nick Foley? Uh, it was on one of the in your houses, uh, funny okay. enough, but, okay. but Nick Foley considers himself Mr. In Your House, okay. Um, and yeah, it was a, a hardcore match, and uh, okay. Orton did the RKO on the thumbtacks, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, yo, you got to go back and watch that because that, that I think that's what put Orton on the map where people were like, oh, like this dude is really, really it. Okay, okay, yeah, because I definitely have to uh, give it a whirl. Um, but uh, yeah, 
with well, with theory, need something similar to separating from the pack. That's not the normal. You know, I'm better than everybody thing, right? Because that's yeah. been done like a million times before. For sure. No, he needs like a good, serious, like blood feud with like a top guy. But like, I, it's just they're not around like they used to be. Well, I was gonna say ratio wise, roster wise, do you think it's more faces or heels? Uh, we need a brand. That's a good question. As I'm playing it out in my head, I think there's more heels. Okay. So that's yeah, that makes things a little more difficult for him if they decide to just continue as a heel. He won't have too many faces to like work with. Yeah, not too many faces to work with, and like again, when you're talking top guys, because because beating mid level guys doesn't elevate you. No, it just keeps you as a top mid. Yeah, but like you know, you look at the top guys, and you know you got Roman, yep. you got Cody, yeah. I don't know. I, I would personally consider the Usos top guys. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not sure who else is a top guy. Sammy. I guess yeah, I'd consider Sammy a top guy at this point. Yeah. But like his top guy status could go away very easily. Which is, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, it hinges basically on that whole bloodline feud. Exactly. And I'd be curious, I wonder while while Vince was sitting with Idle Time, what he did he think of the current product? Like, was he a fan of the bloodline? I mean, he loves Roman. I know that. Uh, well, was he a fan of, like, all the other stuff, like the whole Ray and Dominic thing? Was he a fan of Finn Balor? And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, was he a fan of these, like, storylines? Or, like, when he started, he's like, yeah, I'm going to change this, this, that, and the other. <laughs> I feel you and I guess we'll find out over the next few weeks yeah we yeah. start seeing some drastic changes yeah that yeah that would be a clear indication of where the company would be headed to but exactly um but uh yeah back to Mania uh like we said uh quick match between Cena and Theory with uh Theory getting uh the the W uh like we said passing of the torch maybe we shall see hopefully in the near future, how that helped, you know, theory out, you know, going forward. Yes. Uh, after that, we had uh, who we spoke about earlier, Logan Paul going against, against uh, Seth uh, Rollins. Uh, and I feel one of the uh, better matches of the of day one, if not the uh, match. But uh, great back and forth between the two. Uh, had a cameo of KSI, uh, another YouTuber. So, uh, was the slow yeah, yep, the, yep, and his prime energy drink. He has to influence era of wrestling. Um, um, but yeah, Logan Paul really showed out. Like, he really is, like, really good. He really uh, is. Um, I mean, I think he has to get rookie of the year. Oh, I believe it. Who's, who's his trainer? Um, I knew the answer to this at, at one point. Uh, I know he did some work with Shawn Michaels, but uh, okay. hold up. Oh, Drew Gulak, I want to say, is like who he's done the most work with. Which is crazy because Drew's not a high fly, and all of Logan's stuff is high flying moves. I know, right? Like, it's like, makes no sense. <laughs> well, I guess if Logan Paul's athletic enough um, and can just figure it out, like, uh, just as an example, a friend of mine who was in AEW, he worked on a lot of his flying stuff at, at a ball pit. Really? Yeah. Well, there's like a trampoline over there? Yeah, yep. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay. All right. And it worked out well for him? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, okay. he's, uh, he's in AEW. He's one of their, their top top people. He's a high flyer. And, okay. Uh, but, but yeah, he's always recommended to me. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you just got to go to the ball pit. He's like, you know, you can jump around and figure stuff out. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, and I was surprised. There was no botches. Uh, obviously, I imagine Steph took command of the whole pacing of the match, uh, which sure. I kudos to him because uh, there was no no down parts, really. No. It, it, it was, you know, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three from, you know, uh, Bell, uh, beginning the bell ring. Absolutely. No, I thought that was really, really great match. Um, yes. Logan Paul, I mean, it's, for everyone that hates him, like, he's just so good. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that was only his fourth match. That's crazy. Right? Like, that was a fuck match, too. Yeah. You know, uh, they both hit their, their you know, their, their, their near kickouts. Yep. Uh, like I said, we had a cameo by KSI in a giant prime advertisement container, uh, <laughs> uh, which was cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Seth got the W. Uh, I mean, rightfully so. Uh, For sure. Um, I don't know if this continue their program. Well, is Logan a part-timer? Uh, Logan's a part timer, yeah. Okay, so all right, so we'll probably see him at maybe like SummerSlam. That's what I thought. Or oh, Survivor oh, oh. I don't uh-huh. know. He might go to. Uh... I'm like they're doing something in England. Um... What backlash? Is backlash in England? No, backlash is in Puerto Rico, actually. Yeah, Bad Bunny's on that one. So yeah. who's, who's in England? That's what I'm trying to remember now, because I'm like King of the Ring is in Saudi Arabia. Oh. Or uh, not Saudi Arabia. Saudi yeah, Arabia? Um, what's that? Is it Crown Jewels uh, in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, yeah. King of, yeah, so it is King, Saudi Arabia. King of the Rings got to be in Saudi Arabia. No, year. I thought... Wait, I thought Crown Jewels in Saudi Arabia. It usually is, but King of the Ring is going to be in Saudi Arabia this year. Oh, no Crown Jewels this year? I guess not. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I feel like it's like second most profitable mania type of event. Yeah, well, I guess it'll still still be profitable and huge. It'll just be King of the Ring. Okay. Well, it um, might be King of the Ring. I don't know. It will be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Um, but they're doing something in, in England at some point. I'm trying to remember. And right now, all I can think about is AEW's big announcement last week. I don't know if you saw that. Nah. AEW All Out uh, this year is going to be at Wembley Stadium. Oh, that makes more sense being in England. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if that's the confusion when you think of England with wrestling. But I feel like WWE had announced that something was going to be in England this year. I just can't remember what. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, in fact, I know I know something is in England because the What Culture guys were saying, uh, Seamus, oh, they were like, oh, like it would be like Seamus's fake backyard, kind of like. The other one was Drew McIntyre's fake backyard. Okay. Because uh, remember last year they had that big event. It was Drew McIntyre against Roman. And they were, they were uh, pitching it like, oh, like it's in Drew McIntyre's backyard. But really he lives like somewhere completely different. Okay. But they're just like, oh, Europe is Europe. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, something is gonna be there. I just don't remember what now. Okay, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, um, 
I wonder what happens now after this match where Seth goes after who he feuds with the next. Um, yeah, that's a good question, actually. Seth is, uh, I feel like Seth has not had a really good program in a long time. Well, that whole Cody thing have steam behind it until he got injured. Yeah, yeah. But so, I don't know, maybe... After that, I feel like Seth has just been kind of coming out and doing his song, and that's, like, not really yeah, a solid direction. Yeah, I wonder if they'll ever pick those two back up again, you know, unfinished business. I could see it, but hopefully way down the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, well, especially so after... if Cody beats Roman, it, yep. it, it's, it becomes like... Uh, so, in UFC... Um, it's kind of interesting. Kamaru Usman, he he had the 170 pound division on lock. He beat everybody twice. Yep. And it was like, oh, like like Colby Covington was the number one contender, but Kamaru Usman had already beat him twice, so they weren't going to do that match. Yeah. Uh, Jorge Masvidal was like number two contender, but Kamaru Usman had already beat him twice, so they weren't going to redo that match. Yeah. And it was getting to the point where like, oh, we don't have anybody. But then Leon Edwards beats Kamaru Usman. And now yep. it opens it up for everybody again. And it's like, oh, like, now now you can fight for the title. Yep. Yeah. So if Cody yeah. beats Roman, they can open it up for everybody again. Yep. Yep. Nah, it'll be interesting. Uh, see how, you know, the landscape plays out. Um, so after that, um, i trying to remember, what was, was the women's tag team match next? With, uh, I think so. Becky the Lynch. four-way? Yeah, Leah and Trish Stas against Bailey. Uh, oh, that women's tag team match. Yeah. Oh, hold up. You know what was next? Actually, the men's men's four way tag team match. Okay, with uh, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Street yeah. Profits, Street Profits. and the Viking Raiders. Yeah, another good, another great match. Another great match. I don't then, know if I want to call that great, but really good. All right, well, when I say by great, it wasn't messy. Okay, I feel you. I feel not, you. Not, not any botches. I, I can. I don't think. Of. Obviously, it didn't tell a story because it was just all the tag teams going together. Can't right. Really that's why I was like, I don't know if I'd call it great. Right, right. Everybody hit their, you know, the their, their spots as well as, uh, you know, some interesting high spots. For sure. Um, with the uh, Street Profits getting the W, which yep, is good as they should. Yes, is exactly establish them as a strong tag team I'm trying to remember what was the uh, trying to think of any highlight spots that I was like mesmerized behind yeah I'm like I don't remember I'm like Montez probably did something wild yep same thing in Ricochet yeah yeah oh I remember it was that super suplex that uh they, they it was like a it was like a it was like the four man suplex and then like at the top, uh, Montez did like a flying body across. Oh, right, right, yep. Like a giant, like statue type of look. But that was a cool maneuver. That cut went sideways if not properly done. <laughs> yes. But no, that was cool, and that was cool because it was something I haven't seen before. Yeah, same here, same here. And uh, I, I'm, I'm slowly digging uh, Alpha Cat Alpha Academy with uh, what's his face, little little angle. Um, Oh, with the models. Well, no, he does. He does the. Uh, what's the, the the his catchphrase now? Oh, shush. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And uh, Viking Raiders, I don't know what's up with them. I, I used to dig them at first, but now when I look at them, this. Eh. Yeah, I feel you. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Shout out to my main man, Handsome Johnny. Yeah. And uh, if you know, you know. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I, I I loved them before they got to WWE. Yeah. Uh, I loved them in NXT. Yeah. I loved them when they first came up to the main roster. And then I don't know what happened. I feel like they lost some steam. I don't know if they lost their motivation. Yeah, because they got a new valet in their group as well. And yeah, well, I don't that's, know. That's um, Rowan's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is she actual worker? Like, yeah, that... she was. Uh, oh, okay. She was in. Um, what group was she in? Uh, the Ruby. Remember when Ruby Soho had a group? Vaguely. Um. Well, uh, well. Oh, she was Ruby Riot, right? Back then with the yep. Riot Squad. Yeah. Yeah, she was in the. Uh, she was in the Riot Squad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, she's a worker, but like, I don't think she's. I don't know very much about her work. I just remember that she was in the Riot Squad. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You know? <laughs> right. No, no, I got you. I got you. Um. But yeah. Uh, it was a good good match. Obviously, no belt was on the line, so it wasn't like huge, you know, oh, somebody got a win-win type of situation. Just yeah. uh, establishing the, the pecking order of the tag teams, I guess you can say. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I would have made it the number one contenders match, personally. Oh, then, yeah. Then you've got an easy story coming out of it. Yep, for the win out of Mania. Right. Yeah. Nah, I agree, but like I said, it was a solid... Uh, I'd give it like a... If I did that like out of 10, I'd give it like a 7.5. Okay, okay. I can work with that. Because, it, you know, it dropped down a little bit because it was just such a gimmick tag match type of thing. Right. So, yeah. Um. So was the women's one next or was Ray and Dominic after that one? Um. Were Ray and Dominic on night one? Yes. Okay. Then, uh... Or was it the, the Legends tag team? Like I said... I think it might have been the Legends tag team next. Okay. I didn't really see that match, to be honest with you. Uh, I, you know, that was my... I, I have one bathroom break of a, of a pay-per-view, so that was my one bathroom break. I understand. Did you get a chance to check it out with uh, Lita and Becky Lynch and Trish against uh, Dakota? Yeah. Um, I definitely watched it. I don't honestly don't remember much from it, though. Um, okay. Nothing really stands out to me. I remember in my conversation with some people afterwards, them, yeah, it was really good, but Lita probably should hang it up. Oh, really? Yeah. And my thought process there, and this is, uh, you know, here's the thing. I was never a big Lita fan. Same here. I felt like she was just, she had a moonsault. Yeah, and she was always attached to the Hardys. Right. Yep. Um, and so if 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 I'm correct, I'm like, yeah, well, now she's older and she doesn't have the moonsault. She doesn't, you know, there, there's not as, it's not as, there's not a lot there to like hold you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, hopefully it was a good match. Every, hopefully everybody was able to hit their moves and do what they had to do. Yeah, I think it was good enough. Um, I remember being really impressed by Trish Stratus, just thinking like, wow, like she's still... Actually, both, to, to be fair, both her and Lita still look pretty much exactly the same. 
Yeah, good for them. Yeah, so good, good for them. them for that. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and, um, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see where things go moving forward. I, I heard rumor that uh, they're going to break up damage control. Oh, really? That's what they're saying. Okay. Which, um, yeah, I feel like I, I don't really know what, what they're doing with them. Um, it feels like a weird group. Okay. And, uh, they're not the tag champs anymore. Bailey never won a singles title. And so it's kind of like, oh, like, what are y'all? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so uh, moving along, uh, was Charlotte playing Rhea Ripley next? No, nah, because that was right before the, the main event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ray and Dominic, I guess, was uh, after that. Yep. Which, Which was uh, a I loved Dominic's entrance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, so fooled you because, uh, you know, he came out with the whole jail vignette that they've been uh, rocking with. Yes. Which is uh, cool. Very, very, although apparently controversial. Have you heard about this? Nope. Apparently, one of the uh, clips in that vignette okay. is from um, Auschwitz. Oh, wow. That's terrible. Yeah, so WWE had to put out an apology. Yeah, you would think if you're a multi-billion dollar company, you would, like, screen these type of things where you get your clips from. Yeah, you would think so. Like, <laughs> I forget who it was I was listening to. It probably was What Culture. And they're okay. like, do these guys just go to Google and, like, pull up prison <laughs> images and they don't check, like, what it is? Yeah, right. They'll do their due diligence. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Ah, uh, wow. But, uh, yeah. But the entrance himself was dope, uh, as well as Ray's entrance was dope. Had uh, Snoop uh, bring him down in the low rider. Yes, uh, although my here's my one problem. Okay. Uh, and I feel like it would have made more sense for Dominic to be in the low rider. And it'd be like, oh, like Eddie's my real dad. Like, yeah, but they did they did the jail thing, so it'd be weird to come out of jail. Yeah, you can't know. have two. And I'm like, and I liked the jail thing. Yeah, so you know, I but feel like it's weird for Ray to be acknowledging Eddie when Dominic's like being like, oh, Eddie's my real dad. Yeah, but I mean, during the Hall of Fame speech, he's like he gave it up to Eddie on the actual legit, you know, friendship tip. Oh, did he? I yeah. I, I didn't see his Hall of Fame speech yet. Oh yeah, so they would continue the um, you know, in memory basically type of stuff when they okay, did their okay. theme song because you know I'll, I'll be curious how much they had to pay. Uh, royalties to use nothing but G thing. Uh, well, Snoop owns that whole library. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good for Snoop then. Make yeah. it a little extra dope on the side, but and I didn't know he had his own title belt. Apparently, right? <laughs> when did they make a Snoop title? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they made that for him just this weekend or if he's had that. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, great interested by both. Mysterios um, also had um, Ray's daughter and uh, wife uh, uh, in the attendance as yep. well, which played a nice little part during the match. Obviously, you know, uh, Dominic acknowledging his sister and mother. Yes, yes. You know, when his sister looked thirsty, he was just trying to help her out. <laughs> um, we mentioned earlier how, you know, uh, amazed that we were seeing the evolution of Logan Paul in the ring. What are we thinking about uh, Dominic now? Uh, but as far as his in-ring skill set. Before I answer that question, yep. I, I just realized something that's really funny to me that, that that's completely by accident. 
Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, Dominic's sister was, uh, storyline-wise, way back, kind of had a thing for Buddy Murphy. Yep. And it's kind of funny because, you know, Dominic and Rhea have their mommy-poppy thing. Yep. And in real life, Buddy Murphy and Rhea are dating. Get out of here. Yeah. What? I thought, he, I thought Buddy was with somebody else in the... Uh... No, you're thinking of Aleister Black. He's with Zelina oh, Vega. Zena, what's her name? Aleister Black's with Zelina Vega. Vega, yeah. Is she yeah. still in WWE? Yeah, she's with uh, the cartel. Not the cartel. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are they called? Uh, Los... Uh, shoot. What is, what is the name of that group? Los Fantasma... Elgato de Fantasma. Oh, okay. Is that NXT or is that like the main roster? No, that's the main roster. Um, really? Okay. The the dude that keeps giving Rey Mysterio respect. The dude that keeps giving Rey Mysterio respect. Yeah, oh, like they did a thing like he came down. in Rey Mysterio's locker room, gave him, he gave Rey his mask and Rey gave him his mask. Is it like Santiago something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santiago? Okay, all right. That's the group? Yeah. And she's in. Oh, okay, okay. She's in that. I keep wanting to call them the cartel because they look like like a Mexican cartel, <laughs> and I think that's what the gimmick is. Okay, okay, all right. That's funny. That buddy's woman is Rhea Ripley. That's hilarious. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It happens in the biz. It happens in the biz for sure. But, but it's uh, kind of funny how that's all played out. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of tie in there. Yeah, it's all intertwined. But uh, what are you thinking of Dominic uh, nowadays? I really like him. Uh, I'm saying in ring stuff. I mean, like, I know you always dug him, like, promo-wise and all his, like, you know, sleaziness, but, like, as a worker. He's getting better. Okay. He's getting better. He's growing on me. And uh, I think the big thing is to not expect Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, does Dominic do any high-flying moves? Not really. Okay, so he I mean, knows he, he knows one nine. Right, right, but I'm saying he's not doing any Frankenstein, no uh, no, no moon salt, no nothing like that at all. That's good. He, like I said, he knows his limit. Yeah, yep, and, and that's where it's kind of like, yeah, I think uh, if if we didn't think of it as Rey Mysterio's son, yep, and just accepted him like uh, on his own, I yep. think people people would think better of him. Okay, but okay. I feel like everyone's expecting Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. Okay, okay. Um, do you think he needs to put on some size? He could, absolutely <clears throat> could. How many pounds would you give give him? With his style, he could use twenty pounds easily. Dude, that's a lot of a lot of weight. <laughs> it is, but I'm You're like, not- he's a small guy that doesn't really fly around. Yeah, and he has a, he has the deal old brown chest protector. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, back to the matches. You know, your standard Ray Mysterio match. Usually, we see Ray going up against guys three, four times his size. Obviously, his son is bigger than him, but not substantially. So it wasn't really David versus Goliath. It was the whole story of the family, family situation. You know, uh, teaching his son, you know, respect. Uh, apparently, because it doesn't sound like your know, your son has any type of situation. So one of those yes. type of storylines. Yes. Which uh very quick side note here. Uh yep. I, I watched a wild clip the other day. This has nothing to do with wrestling. Okay. But um 
it was from some TV show or some or a movie or something. Okay. This 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 guy's son comes home crying, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And the son's like, "Nothing, nothing." And he's like, "No, like tell me what's wrong." And uh, his friends like they they took his sneakers, and the guy's like, "Who took his sneakers?" Like and his friends like, you know, blah blah blah, the local bully. Yeah. And so the guy shows up to the bully's house, and um, asks for his dad, and. Uh, <laughs> So the dad and the bully are standing there, and the, the guy says to the bully, like, you can't just take people's sneakers. And yep. the dad is like, what are you doing? And then the guy punches the dad. Yeah. He starts beating the dad up, and he says to the bully, this is for you. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> and I was like, wow, that's crazy, but it kind of makes sense. Like, oh, you can't beat up a kid, so you beat up his dad instead. And, like, hopefully the that dad passes the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? He's like, oh, I got beat up because of you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's how sometimes the world works sometimes. But, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, with the match, we had, we, we had the run-ins that, run-ins that we knew that was going to happen. Yep. Um, what's his face? Uh, Damian Priest came in to interfere as well as... Um, was this Damian Priest that came in to interfere? Yeah, oh, yeah, was, Damian Priest. No, did she show up as well, I want to no, say? No, no, yeah. She was, she was getting ready for her match. Right, so just Damien? Yeah, just Damien. Was Finn there too? I don't think so. Okay. All right. But then who came in from Mysterio to help him out? I think... Was, was it you? No. No, I, I was about to say, was it Bad Bunny? Or was yes, that only on Raw? That's what they're trying to set up for Backlash. So yes, Bad Bunny came in Yeah. Uh, on, on Ray's behalf to get the W. I was trying to figure out like how he got the W put together with all the run-ins. Right, right. But yeah, it was Bad Bunny. And then, uh, have you seen the Raw after WrestleMania yet? Yes. Yeah, so that's where they, they really amped it up. Right, the go yeah, because they have what, is it in May or June, the Backlash? Backlash in May, I think. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, they only got something, a handful of weeks to work it out. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, no. uh, what's that? No, I said, all in all, I, I thought it was a solid match. You know, solid story, st- storytelling. You know, I if it was out of 10, I'd probably give it like a seven. Yeah, that's, uh, it's funny. I was gonna say a three, I was gonna give it 3.5 stars, but yeah, okay. with that out of 10, that's a seven. Yeah, we're on the same yep. page. Yep, yep. Um, and, you know, they obviously have Ray and his family in the ring, all uh, hugging, and you know, Dominic was being brought away by his his stable, you know, to yep. like the the you know, the, the clash between the two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on was uh, Charlotte and Rhea for the uh, Women's SmackDown Championship. Yes, which in my opinion was match of the night. Yes, it got a lot of uh, kudos from the wrestling community. For sure, it was a great match. And it was, I think it was the longest women's match in uh, either Mania history or pay per view history. Oh, like premium live event history. Really? Yeah, one of the longest ones. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they both showed out. Yes. Uh, exactly. You know, Charlotte, top uh, athlete, hitting her uh, her moonsaults and her aerial maneuvers. Yep. Yeah, it was actually a nice contrast because uh, Charlotte, I, I find what's tough for Charlotte is usually in her matches, she's like the strongest person in the match and the most yeah, she's athletic. So, she's so big. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, like, you know, she just looks head and shoulders better than everybody. 
Yep. So it was nice to have Rhea in there who could actually be the strong one in the match. Yeah, because, I mean, size-wise, she's a little short, I think, than Charlotte. Yeah. And maybe, like, muscle density or the... It looks... I feel like Rhea's right there with her muscle-wise. Okay. I, I, I think, think she's Charlotte... a little shorter because when Charlotte wears heels, Charlotte intimidates me. Yeah, she looks like a... Yeah, a... Well, I was going to say, with heels, what do you think her height is legit? <sighs> I mean, with heels, she's over six feet. Okay. But, so okay. Legit, well, she's probably like 5'10", 5'11". In her, in her regular gear? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a tall person. Which is hilarious because Rick, I think, is not that tall, right? Ripley's probably like somewhere just a couple no, 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 of I'm saying, I'm, like. I'm just saying, like, it's surprising that Charlotte's so tall because I don't think Rick is that tall neither. Oh, Rick, Rick. Yeah. Like, Rick he's Slayer's not a good 6'2". Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was under six feet. No, no. Okay. You're, you're, the, the thing is, you're thinking of him next to other wrestlers from that time period. Okay. When, like, everybody was big. Oh, okay. But I'm like, okay. nah, I think Rick was solid, like, 6'2". Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, were, you, were you happy with the decision? Yeah. Rhea definitely should have got that win. Um, and the belt. Yeah, she should have got the belt. She She's getting so over. But was she really over as herself or more with the group, with Dominic? So I think it's the her interactions with Dominic. That really worked for her. Yeah. So if you're Charlotte though, like do you see that as like you like I got I did this on my own type of thing while you had to have like a group to pump you up. Well, nah, Charlotte can't say that because at the end of the day, even though Charlotte is the best women's wrestler around, yeah. Like she is my number one. Yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, everyone will always say, well, you got your opportunities because of your last name. Oh, that's right. That's right. But I mean, that that's the difference between opportunity and the business, but the crowd being behind you type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have this hot program because you're attached to somebody, it's a little different than your last namesake. I feel you. Because we've had a lot of people with last namesakes not really do well. Like, uh, Bruno's son, David Sanatino, didn't really do anything after WrestleMania 1. Yeah, well, David's da- son's name David don't do well in wrestling. Charlotte's <laughs> brother. Who else is the? Well, what other son's name is named David? Charlotte's brother. Oh, ah, yeah. Well, now nah, he had a hot minute for a second. Him and his group with Crowbar and, and uh, Daphne. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was it was it was popping for a, a brief second. Uh, the best thing David Flair did was date Stacy Keebler. They actually did it. Dated? Yeah. I thought she dated Test. She dated a lot of people. She dated George Clooney. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 I think she might have dated A-Rod for a minute. Okay. She is she still in the business anymore? Stacey Keebler? Nah. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Um, so yeah. Charlotte, Rhea, uh, match wise. I give it a a cool eight. Uh, yeah, I'll give it an eight. I got no problem with that. Um, I would give it four and a quarter stars, probably. That's still Logan and uh, Seth match was a little better than this. You think Seth um, and Logan was better? Yeah. The only thing I didn't have compared to uh, Charlotte and Rhea is because there was no belt on the line. So it, the match importance wasn't as crucial. I got compared you. To, compared to just a regular grudge match. I got you. I got you. So, but yeah. Uh, and then we move on to the main event of night one. 
Where's Mark Henry when you need him? It's time for our main event. (laughs) Mark Henry, think about this. Mark Henry might have had one of the greatest lives of all time. Okay. He he came into WWE uh, on a seven-figure deal. Yeah. At a time when people weren't getting seven-figure deals. It was a $10 million deal? Yeah. $10 million deal? Yeah, for 10 years? Yep. A million a year. Yeah. Like... And now he's at AEW on a seven-figure deal just to say, it's time for our main event. Because I don't know what else he does there. Hysterical. Like, I'm just saying. Like. Uh, hilarious. But, uh, yeah, the Usos against, well, I should say the uh, Undisputed Tag Champs, the Usos going against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yep, uh, yep. Both the Undisputed Tag Team belts. Yep, yep. And are you a fan of the, the designs of the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships? I don't mind them. I know a lot of people don't like them. Yeah, compa- I guess compared to the old tag belts, they don't look as shiny. And that's fair. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't mind them. I'm like, eh, they look like good belts. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we had this match um, concluding the whole... Uh, not conclusion, but I was just gonna say, I'm like, I don't know if this is the conclusion yet. Right. You say, but it, it was a uh, another cog in the wheel of the bloodline Sammy Zayn uh, storyline. Yes. Uh, good match. Um, I mean, typically, I felt like I've seen these two going get going up against each other before. The Usos and Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens. I don't know if it was under recently, but I felt like. They like wrestled each other at a point, so it felt like the match felt familiar to me. Like I wasn't in like total suspense, other than who's gonna get the belts. I feel you. Um, but uh, it was, you know, it was a lot of super kicks were involved. Um, a lot of fa- a lot of a lot of false finishes were involved. Like yep. all main matches. Uh, um, what else? Uh, the Usos did look strong though. Uh, yeah. Which was good, you know, very dominating. Um, and it, it, it was good to see, I guess, Kevin Owens and Sammy use their resilience to yeah. uh, go up up against such a dominant, dominant, legendary tag team because they had the tag belts for what five years now, five or four years, like. right? <laughs> it really does. And, and I mean, in all honesty, I feel like it's just been them in the new day trading the belts back and forth for like the past ten years. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, trying to think of any... Obviously, we had our run-ins by uh, Solo. Uh, yep. You know, can't leave your bloodline family uh, uh, by themselves. Uh, no no appearance... No, I'm sorry, wait. Was there... Uh, was there an appearance by Solo? No, he wasn't there. No, actually, I think I'm it was bugging. just night two. Yeah, there, well, there was an interference, though, I felt like. Who showed up? Was there... I don't know that there was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking I might be thinking of night two then. Yeah, night two, because the Usos also interfered. And Sammy and Kevin interfered. So, so yeah, you might be pressing all that with night two. Yeah, so, yeah, there was no interference. Um, But, uh, yeah, Um, obviously, to to my unfortunate uh, watching, I was uh, a little disappointed when they did lose the titles because I felt like they should... You know, keep it or lose it to an actual official tag team. 
uh, instead of this uh, thrown together tag team. But uh, yeah, it wasn't a bad match. I, I, I give it, I give it a, a seven. Yeah, it, it, the you know it, it set the people home happy. Right, you know, because um, I think people were more expecting Sammy to actually get the W during the Elimination Chamber in Montreal than anything. Yes, yep. And uh, uh, I know there was some controversy over what should be the main event, whether it was the women's match or the tag match. Storyline-wise, that should have been the main event. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, the storyline is so deep. And it's, you know, I, I think people were happy that Rio won. Yep. But like she, at the end of the day, she is the heel. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's like, yeah. Usually, you end WrestleMania on a happy note. So Owens and Sami Zayn getting the win with the tag belts—that that's the big happy <laughs> note. Which I mean, on the on the serious side, like on the non on the non gimmick on the kayfabe side, like Kevin Owens should give some of Sami his WrestleMania money because like he basically brought him into the main event Mania where he wasn't really doing anything storyline wise. You're not wrong. Like, he should break him off with some of that, you know, as like a thank you. Right. Like, he basically strung him along to get the belt uh, to be in one of the more hardest storylines in wrestling. And like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. I don't know if those guys drink or if they, you know, whatever. But uh, hopefully that night, either Kevin bought him a nice drink, maybe bought him some Dulce. Yes, um, something. something. Yeah, snake. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, are they still doing? You get the uh, most out of the main event um, for me, or was that a thing of the past, like the the Hogan era? I don't know anymore. Um, okay. I know the paydays aren't what they used to be for Mania. Okay. Because um, Punk, that was Punk's big com- complaint. Okay. Um. But but yeah, I don't know how that works now. How they split up Mania Pay? Okay, okay, um, yeah. So that was day one of WrestleMania, uh, Saturday, April first. I'm surprised they didn't pull out any April, April Fool's gimmicks. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> been perfect time. Like a false finish. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. Uh, but, but I feel yeah. like April Fool's was very quiet this year. It was even on the internet. There wasn't too yeah. many crazy stuff, you know. No, exactly. So April second, uh, day two, uh, we started off with uh, Bianca Belair against Oscar. Uh, uh, Oscar. I was about to say some, uh, yeah, a different name, but Oscar for the wow. Uh, what name were you gonna say? Like Asuka. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Asuka. Uh, for the Raw's women. Uh, uh, when we go to Japan, I'm going to do all the talking. All right, bet. Before you offend somebody. <laughs> but uh, so this was the Raw's uh, women's championship. Yep. Which, um, yeah, I mean, we were coming off the, you know, Charlotte and Rhea, you know, dope match. This one was sort of a letdown. I was quite surprised. Agreed, actually, agreed. Yeah. Um, I expected a lot out of this match. Same here. And uh, I, Bianca, it, it's funny. I'm like, when, when I think of women wrestlers, Charlotte is my number one. Sasha yep. Banks is my number two. Yeah. I think Bianca is my number three. Yeah. And I feel like she's not even as good as she can be yet. Yep. So uh, I always have high expectations from her. And Oscar yep. probably... Well, it's funny. I'm like, Asuka from, like, NXT, 
She would be yep. like my number. Actually, Oscar from NXT would probably be my number three. Okay. But actually, no, Shayna Baszler from NXT would be my number three. Oscar okay. from NXT would be my number four. That would put Bianca at number five. Okay. But uh, either way, like, you know, I, that, that just tells you my high regard for Oscar. Um, and Do you think so, injuries slowed her down? Maybe. Okay. You know, injuries, age, I, I'm not sure what, but but yeah, she's not well, performing like she used to. Age-wise, isn't she relatively young still? That's a good question. Um, right now, my Google machine's not working well, so I'm, I'm afraid to, to, to look up the answer. Nah, no worries. No worries. But uh, yeah, the match itself was very quick. Um, it was the opening match, so maybe that's why. Uh, yep. You know, Bianca was uh, very dominant. Um, I'm trying to think of any uh, highlights I remember from it. Uh, for me, the highlight was uh, Oscar's missed. Did she miss the referee? Oh yes, when she yeah when she you know paid homage to the great Muda. Yes, uh, also was that who got inducted to the Hall of Fame this year? Yes. Did you see the Ric Flair speech? Because I haven't watched it yet. No, why? Because uh... <laughs> oh, he, he he inducted him. Yeah, he inducted Muda. Okay. Uh, which number one is well, I guess probably because they couldn't get Sting, so they're like Ric Flair is the next best thing. But did Flair and Muda have a huge rivalry in um, when he was nope. working in American territories? Nope. Okay. Yeah, cause I know yeah. Sting him did, so that would make a little more sense. Right. Um, yeah, and for, unfortunately, Vader's no longer with us, so he couldn't have done it neither. Right. But uh, from from what I've heard, uh, listening to various podcasts talk about it, yep. Flair didn't talk about Buddha at all in his speech. He just talked about himself and like <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, okay. And then but, like, um, some other Japanese wrestlers that like he had wrestled. <laughs> oh wow! Well, shout out to the great Muda, legend. Absolutely. Um. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, Oscar, like you said, missed the mi- missed the miss uh, in the face. So uh, yeah, um, eventually uh, uh, Bianca retained her title. Yep. So now do we set up a program with uh, who do we set up a program with Bian- uh, Bianca with Bailey possibly? Continue I'm that down for that. Okay. Okay. Gives Bailey something to do. Gives Bianca something to do. Yeah, I'm down for that. The tough thing there, though, I'm like, because I don't want Bianca to lose her belt. And uh, if Bailey loses, what? Where does Bailey go from here? Yeah, and when will we ever see Bianca and Charlotte lock horns? That's a good question. I mean, obviously different brands, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but those are hands down the two top women in WWE. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, obviously, you got Rhea, obviously, in SmackDown, SmackDown as well, but just like, you know, yeah, it was sort of like locked to not a lot of potential dope matches. Maybe next year, WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe they might do another um, brand uh, draft. They are actually. That got announced, uh, I think, on SmackDown this past Friday. When's that happening? They didn't say when, just that thought oh, okay. coming back. All right, dope. Dope, dope, dope. All right. Uh, if I had to give this match, I'd probably give it a five out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. You know. Uh, next, we got uh, Brock Lesnar against uh, Almost. 
um, for another. I was I quickly put the throwing together match. Yeah, not, not a lot behind it. You know what I mean? No, not at all. But this was a big E approved match. Yep, big beefy men slapping man meat. Um, very quick. I think it was, it was probably maybe five minutes of that. Uh, I was just gonna say I feel like it was less than five minutes even. Yeah, almost to pretty much you know controlled throughout the whole match except for maybe like the last minute. Uh, yep. Brock got his uh you know his spice and uh, tingled and he was able to hit his moves and uh, you know F five and that was it. Yeah, call it a I- day. I'm fine with that. Uh, then we had Edge and Finn uh, Balor in a Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. I should say Edge versus the Demon because that's who came out. Right, right. Which is cool because uh, I never really saw the Demon whole split gimmick. And then when I actually saw the actual match, I could see the difference in the whole aggression when they always attribute the whole Demon thing was. I wish it, It's actually remarkable. I wish I would seen more. I wish there would be more demon matches than Finn Balor matches. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, because he's just like super aggressive. Uh, took a nasty shot to the dome uh, on yeah, a ladder. Ended up Crap. having to get his head stapled. Yeah, split his wig literally. Right? Um, but yeah, they, you know, Edge, still Edge. Um, hit yep. his spots. Yep. Uh, you know, Finn hit his spots. Yep. Um. Obviously, when the the head through the ladder uh, brought in some color, as as they say. Yep. Yep. Um. Where uh you know obviously Edge got the the W. Um. Uh, where would you put this in the top Hell in a Cell matches for you? What do um. You Hell in a Cell matches. I don't know. I mean, nothing will ever top Foley Undertaker. Correct. Correct. Um. <sighs> I don't know, my Triple H Foley had a really good Hell in the Cell match. Okay. Um, Michaels and Undertaker had a really good Hell in the Cell match. Okay, okay. It's funny, I'm like, uh, so many of those, like the matches I just named, they're like iconic. Yep. So I'm like, this is tough, like, because this is not going to be iconic. This probably isn't even going to rem- be remembered after like next year. You don't think so with just the the hit, the, 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 the blood? I don't think so because in the okay. grand scheme, like, what did it really mean? And he did the the coup de garage through the table off the top of the on the cage. Yeah, all good stuff. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm like, it, it was a really good match, and I'm like, it was probably one of the better Hell in the Cell matches, especially yep. in recent times. Yeah, but I'm like, you look at some of those original early ones, and like, they were just so iconic. Yep. Nah, I got you. I got you. Uh, if I had the on my 10 skill rating, uh, I give it a six. I'm cool with that. Got no beat. Moving on, uh, we got the triple threat: Drew McIntyre versus Gunther versus Sheamus. I AKA, think this was my favorite match of the night. The the United Kingdom match. Yeah. AKA uh, pimp slap match. Yeah. You know, uh, whoo, Chop City. Yeah. Rick Blair blush. Yeah. I was getting chops left and right. Chests were looking red like tomatoes and apples. Yeah. Looking like ground beef. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we had the longest reigning uh, IC champ, uh, Gunther, 
being the uh, the heel, I guess, of the match, going against the yes. you know being famous, the the those two, what uh, had like a, a quick tag tandem uh, for a brief time, right? And um, yeah, it was a, it was a good match. Um, everybody hit their moves. We had the uh, in, interruptions by uh, James's group, yep. um, the brawling brutes. Brawling brutes. Um, trying to think of any like crazy spots that were in in this match, other than the chops that you can hear from space. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that was really the big thing. Oh, um, you had uh. I think Seamus and Drew both did the uh, what is what does Seamus call it? Beating the bell tower or whatever. Yep. Yeah. For like twenty of them on Gunther. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did uh, the Imperium show up as well? I think they did. For running. Yeah, I think um, they did. What else? What else? Um, it was a very stiff match. You could tell yes. like there was no light hits, no light drops on the heads and stuff like clotheslines like of that so a throwback to yesteryear type of matches right um I was happy with uh Guta retaining the belt I feel like he is a you know perfect person to wear the IC belt agreed you know he's that big monstrous heel Uh, I wish he put more weight back on like his old physique but uh you know it is what it is hopefully maybe you know he's thinner he he has cardio's better he can move it's just as far as his aesthetic look to being like that big strong brute, it looks a little weird where you know he's so skinny now. Yes, yeah, it does. Because yeah, the the it's and it's funny to me because you know WWE is big on presentation. Yep. And I think I think they thought he would look better in better shape, but it's like nah, like him being big is what what made that gimmick. Right. And it's not like he was like super like fat. I mean, he was just like huskies basically. Yeah, like he was a little doughy. Yeah, exactly. But like, if he's like that big, where's what country is he supposed to be hailing from? Um, is he from Austria? Yeah. So if you have that look, you know, like throwback, like the Indiana Jones movies villains, yep. like that be that's what you want. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, because uh, like I say, his you know face is a little more sunken in now. Like his like stomach is somewhat. It's like when you see somebody that like loses a lot of weight, but they still have that. They had to get like staple surgery, but yeah, it's still yeah, like yeah. belly look. But yeah. Um, yeah, his build is still the same. Exactly, it's just not very toned to the right. Body, you know, but it is it, working for him. So kudos yeah. to him. Absolutely, he's getting a push. So that's all yep. that matters. Exactly, and he's the, the longest. Or not? I don't know. If, no, because Honky Talk is the longest of all time. But he's getting up there in his IC ring. Yeah, yeah, definitely longest of the modern era. Yep, yep. Like you said, yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, we have the women's uh, tag team four way. Yep. Uh, Liv, Mor- Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and uh, Shotzi, uh, Sonya. Devell, Chelsea Green, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. This was my uh, second bathroom match of the of, uh, of the night, so did, I didn't see it. Did you? Wow, you don't like women's tag team wrestling, do you? No, I, I watched the whole. <laughs> I like this singles competition more. It's, I feel you. I did watch this. Uh, it's a little I'm more a big Shayna Baszler fan. Okay. Um, her and Ronda won the match. Okay, as they should. Do they look uh, dominant? 
Yeah, they looked pretty dominant. Although Shayna looked like I couldn't tell if she was just selling or if she legit got hurt. Okay. Um, I guess we'll find out going forward. But I'm I'm hoping Shayna and Ronda go on like a, a good run and get like the women's tag belts because realistically, who could beat them? Yeah. Was the match any sloppiness? Any botches? A little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Um, I don't remember any specifics, but I'm like, I do remember thinking like, yeah, the match was short as it should be. Okay. And yeah, a couple things did definitely go wrong. So what would you give it out of your uh, star rating? Uh, I'd go with a 2.25 on my star rating. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, back real quick to the Gunther match. You said uh, that was your favorite match of the uh, of night two. So was, is yeah. that a five? Five star for you? Four stars. Four okay. Four stars. I'm like, five, a five star match has to be, you know, amazing and incredible. Okay. Okay. Um, but but four stars, maybe even four point two five stars. Okay. And we forgot to mention this uh, mania was sponsored by Snickers. Yes. There were a lot of Snickers commercials all throughout and product placement all throughout the uh, event. So, cheers to Snickers, delicious candy bar. Absolutely, absolutely. Snickers, TurboTax. Uh, yep. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Crunch. Yep. yep. I was going to say, too, and Snickers are somewhat healthy in the regards to if you are, are like, low on, like, like uh, energy or, like, you know, you need a carb throughout, like, you need to eat that through a whole day, that'd be a perfect, like, carb substitute to get your blood and your energy up and cooking. I mean, I want to eat Snickers on a daily because, you you know, Get rot your teeth. Uh, I, I was just about to say, I don't know if I would ever call Snickers healthy. In the in the in the aspect that you feel, you know, yeah, your, your blood sugar's low. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Snickers bar will help you, or if you're a runner, like it will help you, like get that extra energy for like carbs. Yes, kind of, but I, still don't think I would call it healthy. No, but like I'm saying, in that regards, like if you need a pick me up, because when I was running track. We would either have bagels or like a Snickers, like to like get us through our meat. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. Because because it's heavy in carbohydrates, not simple, yeah. not uh, in complex carbs, but yeah. Um, uh, it's funny actually. You make me think of uh, Ose. Shout out to Ose. Uh, yep. Get mentioned Shout a few times now on our show. Yes, sir. Uh, he used to joke about uh, Batista. He'd be like, okay. oh, he's like, Batista eats two Snickers bars and drinks two Red Bulls, and then he goes out to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Why, is it, did uh, Batista, like, plug Snickers bars or something? Nah, nah, but just, like, the way his energy was, you know, all hyped oh, up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, so the last match of day two, got the Tribal Treat, Chief Tribal Treat. Uh, main event. Yes. Uh, like you said with Mark Henry shout out to Mark Henry Hall of, <laughs> Hall of Fame uh, the Tribal Chief going against the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes yeah undisputed universal championship match uh, so yeah match wasn't bad um, what I what I happy. Uh, it was, was going to be a lot of dominance by the Tribal Chief yeah. uh, talking to the camera yeah uh, some run-ins by uh, the Bloodline, aka the Usos and Solo, but also we did get run-ins from the new uh, tag team, uh, undisputed tag team, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, yep, made yep. Um, Cody looked good. Uh, he looked like he had too much ring rust. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Roman. You know, where where do we put Roman as far as workers now? 
As far I as mean, like, like, where do we put him in the the realm of things as a worker? I mean, what is our criteria? Like, he's no Daniel Bryan if we're as far as, no. I'm saying as far as needle movers go, like you got your rocks, you got your Hogan's, you got your Stone Cold's, you got your Flair. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that put ratings and merchandise and you know a built for, for today's time period. Roman is that guy, but here's my thing: Roman hasn't pierced the mainstream yet. Okay. Like Stone Cold, when Stone Cold was the guy, like you, you saw Austin three sixteen shirts everywhere. Like people that didn't watch wrestling knew who Stone Cold was. Okay. I feel the same way for The Rock. I feel the same way about Hogan. Cena eventually got there. Yeah. And maybe Roman will eventually get there, but I feel like he yep. hasn't pierced the mainstream. But in the wrestling bubble, he yep. is that guy. And I was gonna say, as a worker, where do you put him in that? Like, is he a better worker than Cena in his matches? Like Prime Cena, you know, obviously now. That's tough, actually, because when you put Cena in there with CM Punk, AJ Styles, or Daniel Bryan, Cena would adapt his style to their style. I don't feel like Roman adapts his style. I feel like no matter who Roman works, Roman is Roman. I was going to say, so does that give him a a, a tad, you know, uh, like a a nod in his direction? Because it shows him as like that super... Final boss character that you can that you can't beat compared to Cena was basically unbeaten, but like there was somewhat doubt that he could be beaten. I know what you're saying, um, and I guess we're talking two very different gimmicks. Roman's a heel, Cena's a baby, right? Um, so it's kind of tough to compare them along those lines. Roman's up there. I don't know exactly where to put him though. <laughs> he just gets lost in the sauce, kind of. Uh, what was in ring abilities like? You know, Cena has been known to be somewhat bland in the ring. You know, his five moves of doom somewhat. Uh, but that's why I gotta his, give I, I gotta give Cena's props though because he changed to, to wrestle Punk, Brian, and AJ. That's three people though. Yeah, but Roman hasn't changed to wrestle anybody. I, I feel like every match is different from Roman. You get some different little little sprinkle of this, little sprinkle of that, but like right. it, it's still a Roman Reigns match. But you, he has to like you know portray himself as that unbeatable heel. Yeah, yeah. So that's so it's not like that gimmick, right? Like that's what I'm saying. It's a little with Cena, like there was some doubt of like he could you know potentially lose. What I want to see actually, I want to see Roman uh, against some monsters. Like I want to see Roman against Strowman. But the thing is, since he already beat. Brock twice, does that make Roman look like he has, you know, a chance? Uh, I think so. Okay. See, well, I'll be really, very curious. If, see, the the real test would be if The Rock and Roman did lock horns together. That would be like a really ooze in the eyes as far as like who could really win this. Yes. And uh, maybe we'll find out in Philly. Hmm? Maybe we'll find out in Philly. I don't know. Rock is, what, 53? Something like that. Roman is, what, 37? Something like that. I don't know, yo. I think it might be too late. This would have been uh, the year, I would think, as far as, like, because I think Triple H could be able to build it up properly, you know, to allow the Rock and Roman to still do their thing, but, like, hide their, like, weaknesses with Vince. With Vince doing it, I don't know if that could happen. You might be, you might be right. You know, you might be right. 
Hopefully they can do some forbidden t- forbidden door type of stuff and bring in somebody from somewhere else that can like show Roman. Cause now we're like when a situation, even though he's a part timer, like who can really beat the man now? Yeah. Well, we know it's not gonna be Jay White. Right. Um and Brock, they've already wrestled what, three times? At least. Not only that, but also technically, as long as Roman's champion, Brock doesn't get another shot at the title. Okay, and has Roman and Lashley done their dance? I don't think so, actually. Uh, so maybe maybe Lashley. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting one. But the build-up for that would have to be like, they really have to plan that one out in advance, not to look, you know, to, to make money off it and not look goofy. Yeah, you gotta have Lashley with MVP in that case. But the good thing with this whole merger, Lashley being an actual MMA fighter, sim- you know, similar with Brock, but we always seen the two with Brock and Roman, they can somewhat hopefully tap into that, even though Lashley, I think, fought for Bellator and not for yes. UFC. They can hopefully, some, if, if Vince was smart uh, about it, they can somewhat build behind that to make it like a legit, you know, yeah. threat for Roman. I don't know how that would work, but yeah. But I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but back to the match um, with Rodney and Roman. Um, what, do you th- what did you think of it? I thought it was good. Uh, solid match. I-, I was happy Roman kept the belt. Same here. Same here. It was too too early for for Cody. Yeah, you know, I- I'm like, nah. Let let Roman let Roman get his thousand days. And uh, and if they do decide to you know dance again, let let Cody have like at least a year to show that he's like competent of like actually like defeating Roman. Yeah, yeah. Like build Cody up better. Yeah, you can't just come back. Really, other than Seth Rollins and The Miz, like who is Cody beat? Exactly. So, like, it makes no sense to like. And then Brock was going against like all these like big names, like, and then you lose to Cody. Come on now. Yeah. You know, it makes your company actually look weaker, and it makes AEW look stronger. That's where we've seen Cody at the majority of the time. Um, I don't know if it makes AEW look stronger. I don't well, know if I makes, go that far. Well, that was where he came from, so it makes it makes their brand look, you know. Like, oh, this guy from AEW came over to WWE and then defeated Roman Reigns within, like you said, facing The Miz and Seth Rollins. Yeah, Cody needs some. And I think maybe they realize that. That's why it looks like we're going to Cody and Brock next. Yep. Yep. You know, which is a good filler. Uh, yeah. until, they, until the dust clears on this whole, you know, uh, buying of the company and then, you know, everybody figure out what their role is going to be and then they Vince. got to know it. your role. Yeah, Vince decides on what he wants to do and won't, you know, do nothing goofy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I, with this match, I'd give it a... Uh, give it a six. Six out of ten. Uh, I'd, I'd go a little higher than that. Okay. Um, I'd go somewhere between seven and eight. Okay. Okay. I think my match of the night was probably... Uh, um, Finn and uh, Edge. Okay, maybe the maybe the triple threat. Oh, actually, maybe no. Nah, I'm gonna say the triple threat because they had the belt, so they had some prestige. So I, I'll rock with you as far as that was the match of the night. Uh, yeah, then yeah. probably second the, the cage with uh, Roman and Cody, and then everything else after that. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't a bad mania. It wasn't that a was bad. Pretty good. I, yeah. I really only have one major complaint. What's that? How do you have WrestleMania in LA? Without yep. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Oh, they had Snoop. So you got your L.A. native right there. 
you gotta have L.A. Knight. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, a lot of people missing out. Him. Let me talk Bay, to you. Uh, Damian Priest didn't have a match. Uh, the only one left out of his group. Retribution. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, not Retribution. Uh, uh, Judge Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Uh, who else was left off? Because uh, they didn't have a pre-show this year, right? No, 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 so no pre-show it. matches at least. There was a three-hour pre-show, but no matches. Yeah, so no New Day, no Cody, uh, 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 um, uh, Creed. Um, what's his real his his uh, gimmick name? Um, uh, Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods, yeah, they were off. They, they weren't there. Um, yeah, but, uh, but none of those people are L.A. Knight. Yeah, <laughs> so they get no paydays neither, right? No. That's crazy. You don't work. You don't eat. How do you have a three-hour pre-show but no matches? And, uh, <laughs> well, they got a lot of talking heads. Yeah. That is yeah, Paul Rosenberg, his TV time. Yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah, dude from Hot 97. Yeah. Like, goodness gracious. Um, who else was off? Um, Bobby Lashley didn't get on it. Yeah, that that's that's truly a shame, actually. Yeah, the MVP actually showed up, you know, with the you know for uh, uh, almost, but yeah, was he? he was, yeah, because none of these people that were off, they weren't injured or nothing like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, for Bobby Lashley, in fact, uh, the rumor was it was supposed to be him and Wyatt, and then Wyatt had his personal issues. Um, so as a uh, consolation prize, they had Bobby Lashley win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. Oh, okay. Well, that's good, but I didn't get well, paid for really. my mania, so I, I want to be right. happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not me. a real consolation prize, especially because like no one cares about the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Like, yeah, I want. Yeah, cause I once had a, a prestige with me. I see where you're, you're coming uh, from. Um, yeah, well, the Miz he showed up, so I guess he got paid day for it. Yeah, Miz probably got he two paydays. He was both nights. Yeah, um, yeah, that is uh, wild. Did you um see NXT oh, standing? You know what we didn't talk about who Shane O'Mac? Oh, yeah, with the gift with the pro- the program with him and Snoop and yeah. uh, the Miz. yeah, uh, first of all, kudos for Snoop for quick thinking because um, Shane came down blown up already, but to <laughs> him, the, the, the ramp was super long, yeah. uh, you know, uh, which I don't know why the. The, the company keeps on doing that to their performers. Like, they have, like, these, like, five-mile ramps. Like, all <laughs> wrestlers right. get blown up by the time they get there. Yeah, they need to bring back those uh, wrestling ring carts. Right? Like, that's... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, shaming man uh, with his uh, illustrious athletic skills went for the leapfrog. Didn't come didn't come back up. Nah, pulled a Vince. Pulled a Vinny Mac. Right. Like father, uh, like son. Like, yeah, they got some weak, uh, low. They hit the gym, hit the upper bar too much, and they forget about the lower half. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to hit the, the squats and the deadlifts. Seriously. But, uh, yeah, uh, quick thinking on Snoop's part and the Mrs. part to do a little, little dance real quick. Yeah, yeah. The worst yeah. people's elbow ever. Yep, yep, but you know, yeah. I wonder how, I wonder if Snoop just got, he was just like, I'm gonna do anything to kill the time, or like they like, m- you know, mimic to him, mime to him, like, do punch him or something, do something. Yeah, uh, from what I read, there was a ref on the spot that, that said, like, do something. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, but I can see, I can understand Miz, like, all right, we'll do something quick. But, like, for Snoop, like, he's not a wrestler, so it's like. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, um, Snoop, and uh, you know what? The show's like, I feel like Snoop is a true entertainer. Yeah. Um, I can't remember uh, the, the guy's name from back in, like, the 80s. Okay. Um, I'm trying to pick, because I'm like, oh, in the Rocky movie, in Rocky 3. Okay. Um, Mickey was telling Rocky he shouldn't fight Hulk Hogan. Okay. And Rocky was like, oh, so-and-so would do it. And Mickey was like, yeah. And it was like some entertainment guy, like, you know? Okay. Um, like, it wasn't Dick Clark, but like some name kind of like that. Okay. And I'm like, for our era, Snoop Dogg, I think, is that guy. Okay. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Like, he's the ultimate entertainer. He's, he's involved with a lot of things. And like, he understands the entertainment industry. Yeah, showmanship. Yeah, yeah. Do you like, think Snoop? Do you think Snoop pulled uh, pulled his punches at the end, or to you know? Or do you think Miz knew when to sell? Um, I think a little bit of both. Okay, a little bit of both. Snoop was coming in with those sloppy rights. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I wasn't sure. Like, I wonder if wrestlers get concerned if they know, if, like, celebrities know when. You know, obviously this is a you know prescriptive thing, but like not to go full force on like actual punching people in the face. Well, everybody's got different philosophies on it. Uh, <clears throat> like I don't know if you remember um, who's Wolverine, um, the actor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I know you're talking about. Uh... Oh, yeah. I can picture his face too. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Whoever it was that played Wolverine, you know, leave us a message in the comment section. Um, but but that actor, I don't know if you remember, he actually uh, swole up Hugh Dolph Jack- Ziggler's Hugh Jackman. jaw. Hugh Jackman. There we go, Hugh Jackman. Um, yeah, he swole up Dolph Ziggler's jaw. Really? Yeah. When did he? When did they have a program? Um, on Raw. Uh, this was years ago. Okay. Uh, I think when he was playing Wolverine, in fact. Okay. Um, and yeah, he was the. Uh, remember back when they had like a guest host of Raw every week? Yep. Yeah, he was the guest host one week. And uh, he did something and like he punched Dolph Ziggler, but he actually like caught him and swole up his jaw. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, they talked about it afterwards. And Ziggler, Ziggler is, you know, he's a professional and he was like, yep. yeah, he's like, I understand. Like, this guy's not trained. It is what it is. Oh, what yeah, about Jackman um, apologized. He's like, I was excited, like you know. <laughs> yeah, the crowd is behind you. Well, you say, well, but well, actually, no, nah, he shouldn't because he's in acting. So they have when he hits stuntman, he's not like connecting full force. It's very different, though. Okay, all right. See, yeah. I can see like if you did that same when Mayweather fought Big Show. I can like, all right, Mayweather's an actual fighter, fighter, so they'll pull their punches. It's legit, one hundred percent. You know, all the time. So I, I can see that happening. But like an actor, I thought it would have some sort of decorum with that but but you think about it you know uh, a Hollywood actor you're, you're used to being on set with the camera and it's like alright you're gonna punch now and do you know instead right. of when you're live in front of you know 20,000 people chanting your name and you're all hopped up and you know True. maybe he had a Snickers and a Red Bull beforehand I don't know True. <laughs> True. I'm curious did when Big Show and Mayweather had their match did uh, Mayweather pull did he like did he, did he get taught how to pull his punches Probably Before didn't he have to. Okay. Like, you ever been punched by a little kid? Well, did they have gloves for that match, or was it? They did. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was um, like bare knuckle. 
nah, nah, they had gloves because uh, the finish was that uh, he had some, that Bayweather had something in his glove. Oh, like brass or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So do you think those were actually working punches he was throwing or shoot punches? Uh, they were probably they were probably sparring punches. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, exhibition, like an exhibition. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Mayweather against Big Show doesn't have to really pull his punches. True. Like, Big Show's so big. And that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I've been punched by kids before. Yeah. And like, yeah, you feel that a kid hit you, but it doesn't like hurt, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I will tell you the worst pain in the world is if a, a little baby punches you in the eye. Wow, yeah, your eye is very soft. Yeah, like that is the worst experience I've ever had, getting punched in the eye by a baby. You don't see it coming, it's whack, and you start seeing stars. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully Shane, um, hopefully it wasn't a bad injury. Uh, you know, well, that towards, one... towards quad. Oh, yeah. I, thought was, I thought it was just like a sp- like he just landed awkward on it. And he just nah, needed nah, full quad tear. Wow. Went to, went to Alabama the next day for surgery. Oh wow. I wonder what the what's the recovery pro- process on that is. Depends who you are. Oh okay. <clears throat> now do you think he because he was just rusty with the leaf frog and his legs wasn't trained it wasn't conditioned for his weight coming down or. Yeah, my, my honest opinion is uh, he probably tore it on the way up. Really? On the jump? Yep, that would be my guess. Huh, I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, because, um, you know, when you're jumping, you're planting, and then you're stretching that muscle out. Okay. And if it's if that muscle is too tight, it's going to rip. It's like a rubber band. When he did the leapfrog, did he kick his both legs out? Or was it like the regular where your legs are just... Like did he do like the like the like the Van Damme type of split in the jump ed leaf frog? Or was it just like your standard up jump up leaf frog? Like, I feel like it was a standard jump up. up. Oh, okay, all right. One okay. All right. I was sure if like an extra assertion of you know, leg movement like aggravated the, the quad for that to happen. Well yeah, my my guess is it's a lot more leg movement than he's had in a long time. That's true. And like I said, he's, he's probably one of those things the, like maybe he's been doing box jumps at the gym. But like it's not the same. Uh-huh. It's not like when you really put in that force and energy. Uh, yeah, because Shane's up there in age too. So yeah, like he says, you know, he's been look obviously like he's been to the gym because just his size now. Right, but like, like there's a lot of upper body. Yes, yep. And if he's been on any any Cowboys diet, that could they said it it, stre- it, it um, thins the uh, ligaments as well. But that's mostly if you're doing like that's why a lot of people got get like bicep tears and like all you know. Yes. Lifting heavy, so. Well, you know what it is. It's not that it thins the ligaments. Okay. It, it makes the muscles bigger than the ligaments can handle. Oh, okay. Because your okay. body's only meant to be so big. Right. And, and you know the ligaments don't grow. Like the ligaments and tendons don't grow. It's the muscle that grows. Yeah, because when we saw, it, especially with when Eddie. Guerrero got so big, but his his lower half was still relatively small. Yeah, yep. You know, but I think I don't think he had that situation because he was constantly doing you know like jumps and flips and all that type of stuff. So like his, right. his lower half could like could be used to all that type of stuff, even though he's putting on more you know top heavyweight. Right, but his body stayed with it. Right, it, it was you know accustomed to the impact of jumping up and down. The same thing with Rey Mysterio. Like yeah, every time yeah. I see Ray, you know, uh, like land down his legs, like off of like a hurricane run, I'm just like, I right. got it. I'm just like, ah, my knees don't look like that. Was like, be, <laughs> they will buckle. 
No, seriously. And, and it doesn't even seem like he wears like knee pa- like uh like how Austin has like the the two knee braces. I don't think like Ray does. No, I don't think so. But he's had knee surgeries, I think, in the past, though, right? Oh yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, so so interesting when you see the grand scheme. But yeah, kudos to uh, Snoop and the Miz for uh, sure rectifying that situation. But before we move on to Raw, did you see Stand and Deliver NXT? No, I did not. But yes, I, I don't know uh, Brock Breaker that. lost the belt to uh, Christian Casanova. All right. Well, since you saw, since you, yeah, since you read about that, it was a, it was a good match though. But I'll let you watch that. And we'll cover that in, uh, another episode. But all right, I did, I did see the Raw uh, after SmackDown. Since you told me there was a, a lot of controversy behind it. Yep, yep. And I didn't really see too much difference as far as the Raw coming out of the WrestleMania. It, it was just the results that happened, and you know, we move forward. Yeah, I mean, no big surprises. That that was really the big thing. Everyone expected some kind of big surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the rumor mill was floating with Jay White. Uh, that was the, the big name expected. For real, then, for real? Yeah, for real, for real. Okay. And then he showed up on Dynamite the Wednesday after. So he, what's, what's his contract with Dynamite? It was AEW. Uh, I don't know what it is yet, but, uh, but clearly he's there now. Because, um, yeah, everyone thought uh, when he left New Japan months ago, Everyone thought he was going to WWE. Yep. And uh, so, you know, when he wasn't at Mania, everyone thought he was going to be there on Raw. So then when he wasn't at Raw and then he ended up being on Dynamite, I was like, oh, I guess we know where he he, deci- he signed with. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Uh, were you surprised uh, Brock turning on uh, Cody? I was. Okay. But uh, I like it. I was going to say, yeah, were you uh, behind that? Yeah, like you said, good filler art. Yep. Yep. Uh, and again, starts a program, too, uh, with Cody and Brock as well. Yeah, yep. And uh, how would you book those two? Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, at this point, Cody's now got to be out for some kind of revenge, I feel like. Yep. Um, so I hope we see a more aggressive Cody. Okay. An angry Cody. Okay. And Brock's just gonna be Brock, you know. <laughs> okay. 